Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I'm going to let you in on a little back-end conversation that just happened in my business because I messaged my podcast guy and I was like, look, Thomas, this episode is extremely important. Women need to hear it and they need to hear it now. Is there any way you can edit this and turn it around in one day so I can get it out? And he was like, Katie, you seem very passionate about this. I got you. Let's go. So that is how much I want you to hear this message. And I'm obviously super hyped up coming off of the Empower Her weekend. Um, if you don't know or you didn't see my stories, I emceed and taught at a women's event called Empower Her, hosted by one of my closest best friends named Keisha. And it was truly an incredible weekend. Yes, I got to be there and host and have fun and dance and hype everybody up. But I also got to be present where my feet are. I got to hear the speakers and I got to connect with a lot of women. And I know that my story resonates with a lot of women, different parts of it, right? Because I have a lot to my story from, you know, relationships and getting my heart broken to being single when I was 35 and that being really scary, meeting the love of my life, rebuilding my business and my friendships and my life from the ground up. Like my last couple of years have been nothing short of amazing, lots of ups and downs, but I know that women really find themselves in either my entire story or parts of my story. And something that came up over and over and over again this weekend is how, Katie, how I am so scared. Like, how do I start to build a business or how do I pivot my business without a shred of evidence that anything is possible? How do I start my life over or leave the relationship when I'm in my 30s? Like, I want to have kids, Katie. Like, it's really scary that I don't know if this is going to be possible for me, but I know what I'm doing right now isn't making me happy. It's we always want the how are, how is it going to happen? How are we going to do it? How can I see this bigger vision without a shred of evidence that it's going to work out for me? It's a really scary thing. It's like jumping and knowing nothing is going to catch you. But here's the thing. Every single woman I spoke to this weekend as a woman with like a dream or a vision or they want something different, they're incredibly passionate about something or it keeps them up at night. But we have no roadmap, no guarantees. It's like just this relentless belief in ourself and our vision. And some of us don't even have this relentless belief. So 
here's the thing. The biggest thing that I've learned on my own journey is that these little nudges that you get, whether it's from God, the universe, whatever you believe in, these little nudges, whispers that you get that something isn't right, that you're meant for more, that something needs to change, that this is no longer serving you, those are not going to go away. They're not going to go away. They're going to become louder and louder and louder. And all that's going to do if they're becoming louder and you're not doing it is create more anxiety, more frustration with where you are in your life. And you're going to become way more disconnected from who you're meant to be and how you're meant to show up in life. The biggest dreams, whether this dream is having an amazing husband and a family, whether it's having this big business, whether it's actually feeling like you're living life and not just trying to check it off a to-do list, those start with this little, little flicker of belief, like this little spark. And you have to believe in that when nobody else does. Like, I really want to take you back to leaving my marriage I talk about this on a lot of episodes, but the biggest conversation that led me to divorce was my husband telling me, my ex-husband telling me that he just wants a normal wife. I want a normal wife and I knew that I wasn't normal, right? However, at that point, I was just starting. My husband made well over six figures at the time and I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I didn't know how to, he paid most of the bills. He paid the mortgage, everything. I had just left a more stable job to start my own business. And that was really scary. I had so many thoughts and conversations of, do I just go back to hairstyling? Do I just go back to, you know, a gym where I'm just like working like crazy to try and make ends meet? Or do I go after this passion and this bigger vision? But I believed in it so much. I knew that I could help women. I knew that going back to a gym wasn't giving women what they needed in this life and in this world. It wasn't helping them be healthy. It wasn't addressing mental and emotional health. It was only addressing how many calories we were burning in that session, not like how much we're nourishing our body and how happy we are and how much we love the way that we're showing up and how we can feel strong and capable and confident, all these things that lead to our health. So I took this big jump and I remember the day that I signed my lease. I signed a little townhouse in Birmingham. And at the time, I did not know how I was going to make ends meet. I didn't have enough money to pay rent, to pay my car payment, to pay my bills. Healthcare was on my own now because I wasn't going to be on his healthcare anymore. I had all these things thrown on my plate and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I remember crying to my mom and she was like, Katie, maybe you should move back in with us. But I was, you know, in, in, at that point I was still in my thirties, like young thirties, but I was like, I don't want to move back in with my parents. That didn't feel right. I had no idea what to do. But I had to take a deep breath and have this belief in myself that I knew it was going to work out, that I was gifted the opportunity to support myself now. I was gifted the opportunity to be myself because I didn't have somebody that wanted me to be somebody else, right? I could be whoever I wanted to be and create what I wanted. And so instead of saying this is a downfall and all these negative things, I shifted and I used that as this like full body belief in myself. And what happened in that year was nothing short of incredible. I quadrupled the amount of money that I was making every single month by just starting to talk to women more and connect and get the word out and be myself and all these different things. And I was able to do that 
because I had this belief in myself. And then obviously different seasons of your life transition, right? Then I put my whole life into work. I ended up getting in another relationship that was like really, really terrible to me. And then obviously, cue my transition from Detroit to Denver to another phase in my life where I didn't know what was possible. Moving to a city where I knew nobody. What was I going to be able to do, right? I didn't have any of my stuff. I slept on an air mattress for three months. There was only uncertainty. There was nothing that said, this is going to work out for you. But I knew that the life that I was living wasn't working out for me. So like to me, that was proof. That was the only proof I needed that this wasn't going to work out. So I need to shift to something that is going to work out. I need to move into this next season in my life and know that at any point in my life, when something wasn't supposed to work out, it actually did. But the only way it did is if I made that choice. The only way it did is if I kept going and actually believed in myself. And honestly, at this point in my life, no matter what has happened, it's always worked out. So why do I not just have this full body trust in myself that it's going to work out? And I say that to you. No matter what you have been through in life, it has worked out. You are here today. You are who you are today because of that. So why do you not believe in the next thing? Why do you not believe that you're not worthy of like the happiest, healthiest relationship? Right? Why can't you believe in the business that you want to start or the pivot that you want to make? Why can you not believe that your business is going to scale to what you want it to? Because at this point in your life, you've done everything that you've thought you're capable of. You're just holding yourself back because you don't believe that's possible. And like, imagine if every successful woman in business waited for evidence if their vision was possible before taking the first step. We wouldn't have the women that we have today in business. Like Sarah Blakely, the creator of Spanx, who without a single background in fashion or design, design was able to grow and scale Spanx. She didn't have any evidence. Or Jamie Kern Lima, who I just heard at Keisha's event this last weekend, who created It Cosmetics out of her living room, was turned away for years and years and ended up selling the brand for $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. Imagine if she waited for evidence that her vision was possible. She didn't have to wait for evidence. She just had to find the courage to pursue what was possible for her, the courage to pursue her dreams. It's like we have to have this unwavering belief in ourselves and our abilities and our unique vision. And that's also about understanding that the evidence is created through action. The evidence isn't created by just sitting there and worrying about it and waiting for it. It's like, no, we have to work for it. We have to be consistent. We have to take the action first and then figure it out along the way or else we're just going to end up spinning our wheels. None of the things I have in my life were possible without a full body belief that I got this. I absolutely have this. And no matter what, even if it doesn't work out, even if I fail, something will work out that's better. When I moved to Denver, I was like, Detroit will always be there. Why am I fearing what I'm going to lose in a place that is 
making me miserable right now where I'm not happy? Why am I fearing losing what's making me unhappy right now? Why am I not getting excited about what's possible in Denver? Because Detroit will always be there. I could have gone back in a heartbeat and I still could today, but I wouldn't have the growth in my business and my life. I wouldn't have met the most amazing fiance. I wouldn't have the best friends in business if I wouldn't have made the decision to choose. So even if one day I do end up back in Michigan, that's a fail. No, absolutely not. That is like the biggest win I could ever have in my entire life. So like, I really want you to turn this around on you and ask yourself, like, what are the things that you're telling yourself in your head? Are you telling yourself that like, you're crazy for even trying, right? Like you're crazy or like the market's oversaturated or I'm never going to meet anybody on a dating app or I could never meet anyone authentic. If that's what you're always telling yourself and then your actions are following that, that is what's your, what you're going to get. I told people that I was going to meet somebody drinking coffee probably 200 times. And that is not a joke because when you're 35 years old and you get asked all the time about a significant other or if you're going to have kids or if you're on dating apps over and over again. And that was my best thing. And I said it with a smile on my face is, you know what? I'm going to meet someone drinking coffee. And guess what? Nobody else believed in me. Nobody else believed that. Everyone thought I was crazy but nobody thinks I'm crazy now. When you see Max, when you meet Max, when you see our relationship, nobody's like, you're crazy for saying you're going to meet someone drinking coffee. They're like, holy heck, Katie, you said that. I remember you saying that on the podcast. I remember you saying that to me and it happened because I had to dig deep and have this belief that while dating apps are like a lot of people meet on dating apps and I'm not against them, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And I had to remember what I wanted, right? So I want you to come back to like, what do you want? What are the whispers that are happening right now? What are the voices in your head saying? What are the shifts that you need to be making? And then what action are you taking on them? And if you're not taking any action, you have to believe in your ability to learn, adapt, and grow. And you have to believe in your vision for your life and what you want for your life. Because like, look, you're not alone for these feelings. For me to sit here and say that I didn't question myself every step of the way, of course. I talk all the time about how I had these like ugly cries in the kitchen floor. Like I'm never, you know, I'm probably not going to have kids. I'm never going to meet anyone. What if, you know, my, my stuff never comes? I had these worst case scenarios and then my stuff actually ended up never coming and I had to rebuild. I had all of these pivots, but, and, and trust me, all of these beliefs that it wasn't going to happen. But the belief that was bigger was this like internal deep down belief that it was going to happen and that I was worthy of that. And you have to be able to know that and own that. And if you don't believe it or you're having trouble believing it, you have to surround yourself with people who believe in you and who can see your potential even when you can't. Because that was one of the biggest game changers for me. If I can really like rewind back to, the January after I moved, you know, sitting on an air mattress, being like, I'm not passionate about anything right now. I don't love the way my business is going, but everything's on me. Like, I don't have anyone else. I only have me. And I needed to hire mentors. I needed to seek and surround myself with people who really, really believed in me. And I did. 
Like I remember in that January, I invested into one of the most high ticket masterminds I've ever invested into. And you can think I'm crazy, but I was sleeping on an air mattress and I wouldn't tell my parents this. They might listen to it and they'll probably come come after me about this. I wouldn't tell them this at the time. But at this point, my stuff had been gone for almost two months from the moving company. I had no proof that anything was coming. I had gone through, I'd paid thousands of dollars to have my stuff moved and taken, sleeping on an air mattress, gone through so much of my savings. I had like $12,000 left in my account. And the down payment on this mastermind, just the down payment was $10,000. And I did it. I did it. And anybody could call me crazy for that. But it was one of the best things because I wasn't going down a good path at that point. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in a lot at that point. And I knew that I needed to surround myself with people that believed in me and I needed to get in rooms and have models who have walked similar paths and who can remind me that my belief is my most powerful asset, who can remind me of my worth in times where I was really struggling to remind myself. And so if you can't do it for you, get in rooms with people who can help you do it for you. But I also want you to know that like your belief can move mountains. And I'm speaking to business. I'm speaking to relationships. I'm speaking to mental health. Your belief can move mountains. It can turn the impossible into the possible. Like your vision is valid. Your dreams are worth pursuing. And your belief in yourself is really what is going to light the way. And I hope this I hope this message in this episode resonated with you. And I want to speak specifically to business right now because this was a hot topic this weekend. And I've been able to build really successful businesses and break them down and rebuild them to things that are feeling more aligned to me. And a lot of women are like, how? I'm so scared. And a market that's oversaturated. I heard that so much this weekend. So what I'm going to do is a free workshop for you this upcoming Sunday night. So we are looking at Sunday, the 1st of October, okay? I am going to host a workshop for you telling you exactly what I did to build the most confident, authentic, and successful business that I have today. I'm literally giving you the secrets. I haven't done a business workshop like this before, and I really just want to pour into women that are in their own head, that are feeling like it's not possible. Maybe you've been, you have a business and it's just sort of stayed the same and it doesn't feel like it's growing or shifting. You are the best strategy to do that. Your confidence, your authenticity, your story, pulling that out of you. Maybe you're a woman that's like struggling with imposter syndrome, right? Where you're like, Yeah, but it's oversaturated and everyone's saying the same things. We're only choosing to say the same things if that's what we're choosing to do, right? But you also have this choice to not. You also have this choice to find your uniqueness and bring that out in your business. And that's going to be the biggest thing that helps you scale. So that is what I'm teaching you in this workshop on the first. If you're not in a business or interested in that, this probably won't be the workshop for you. But if you are in the least, if you have a business, if you want to scale it, maybe you have a side biz right now, um, come to the workshop on October 1st. I'm going to link it in the notes below, and I cannot wait to see you and connect with you there. 
If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.